inconvenient. Hey, my name is Werner Puchert and this might be a little bit inconvenient to listen to. This is finding frequency. Inconvenience is a word that came up a lot for me this morning. What isn't inconvenient or hasn't been inconvenient is the fact that Marta and I spent the last half of last week and then over the weekend away from Warsaw together with Francie. The first half consisted out of a little bit of a stay in a, in a nice hotel to celebrate Marta's new job and just really spending time together. First time in a, in a while. Even in this pandemic, you kind of live past each other and this has been been a bit of a reconnect, just enjoying something nice. And then the second half spent at our little estate in Tanganchik estate, the pink house in Brodnica. Um, not always super convenient, was outside fixing a few things, didn't work entirely the way I wanted it to and some things worked out really well. Swore at things, banged my finger and stuff, but it was actually really convenient and I'm still grateful for the privilege to be able to do that. Now, what is inconvenient? Something that's a little bit inconvenient is what's still going on here on the border of Poland. I have no facts. I have no details to share other than the fact that I believe there are still people sitting out in the cold trying to cross the border into Europe for on a quest for a better life. Yes, I know it's a fundamentally complex conversation. And um, there's a lot of things that need to be solved and explored. But damn it, it's cold. I don't want to be sitting outside there. And um, I really kind of hope that these folks are getting help. Now, the problem I'm facing at the moment is that there's a few problems because this is finding frequency, finding the extraordinary. And it's been tough to find the extraordinary. I spoke about the extraordinary a couple of days ago when I said that there are people here in Poland doing things. However, I don't want to be one of those folks who put like a cherry on top of something, especially if it's a poo. And what worries me a little bit is that I'm 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 not entirely sure if my friends, family really get what's going on at the moment and actually really get how close this is to home. Because I think for many of my friends, my dear friends, we are all kind of immigrants in some way or maybe sometimes refugees. I know my forebears fleeing to South Africa from the Catholic Church, they were refugees. I don't think they necessarily wanted to leave and make their home in South Africa. Then, of course, I have a lot of fellow friends who are refugees from countries like Zimbabwe into South Africa. Not that they wanted to leave their country, but they had to because politicians are making decisions. Then I have what's happening at the moment. And there's a nice little thread that goes through this. A learning for myself too, because I know this is inconvenient even for me. So I'm not talking down to anybody. I'm also talking to myself. In a way, I'm always talking to myself because I'm sitting here talking into this microphone, hoping that you're listening. Now, what is inconvenient? The fact that there are people freezing on our borders. People are dying there. And all they want is a better life. Now, I'm going to tell you a truth. A truth that I heard today. So, I woke up and I look over to Marta and I can see that she's not feeling great. She's crying. In one way, she's crying because my sister-in-law didn't have enough time yesterday to go drop off the 
goodies that Martha has been collecting so religiously. There's a drive, there was a drive yesterday over the weekend here in Warsaw to collect items. The mayor here in Warsaw made a point of doing that, to send it to the border, to give care packages to people because it seems the only thing that the government is sending is soldiers. However, I can't say that in any way as proof, but there are soldiers in the border. That's the only thing I hear. So these care packages were collected yesterday. My sister-in-law didn't have enough time because she was going to go see her boyfriend to just go and drop that off. That broke Marta's heart. So that's one point. The second thing is, is we got a phone call today, or Marta got, because Marta was getting upset because not a lot of her friends are actually talking about this. The thing is, our problem is, is that we're not surrounding ourselves with family and friends who are concerned about the same thing. Then it becomes difficult. You feel alone. You don't know what to do. You don't know what steps to take. And that's where Marta is at the moment because a lot of her friends kind of are aware of what's going on but don't really care. The only way I can explain it, because I don't think it's necessarily apathy, it's more about it's inconvenient to talk about it. It's inconvenient to talk about these things. Inconvenient. Yep. It's inconvenient to be out in the cold to do anything about it. And then this morning we had someone from our family kind of talk to us about how this is all just propaganda. It's not real. It's not. It's just images being created by Belarus. It's not real. It's not really happening. It's fake news, I tell you. Someone else then mentioned, oh, it's not really kids. There's no real kids. There's a few kids on the border, but it's mostly men. Now, I know that, you know, we are in a world that we need to embrace diversity, equity, inclusion, all these things. But since when is it okay for men to die in the cold? I don't understand it. I really do not understand it. However, I will say this, though. One thing I do understand as I now get a better understanding how things like the Holocaust has happened. Like Martha said this morning in tears, she now understands how people could have been dying in Auschwitz a few kilometers down the road where other people are going and celebrating birthdays and probably going to the theater or whatever. It's tough words, but it, it unsettles me because these things are happening. What unsettles me even more is also the fact of my poor country, South Africa. They did everything by the book. They report the new virus or the new strain. There's no facts. It's just that it's a mutation. It doesn't look good. Everybody's being honest. And now the whistleblower once again gets punished. Flights are being canceled and the economy once again gets punished. It's unsettling. Now I know this is a podcast about the extraordinary. The extraordinary is still the people who are trying to do something. The extraordinary is someone who doesn't mind the inconvenience. In fact, I had to pause the recording right now because Marta, while I was sitting in a workshop, jumped in the car and been driving for 45 minutes to take the meager little things that she's collected to a delivery point. It's inconvenient to drive 45 minutes to go drop things off. It's inconvenient in this call to drive another 45 minutes back home to come feed a lazy old husband. I think Marta's embraced that inconvenience and I celebrate her today as the extraordinary. And perhaps we all have something to learn from a Marta. The only thing that makes me sad is that people are talking down to Marta. People are telling Marta that it's not real, it's fake. It's something else. No one's encouraging Marta. 
And boy, do we need, need more martyrs in this world. I don't know. I feel a bit sad. I feel a little bit confused. I feel a little bit powerless. And I don't know what I can do to help. Of course, I have Martha. She will tell me what I need to do. But it's something to think about. What can you do? I don't know. I really don't know. Maybe speak about it. Talk about it to your friends. When you see a post come by on social media, repost it. Make sure that people know about it. Force them to ignore these topics. That's the only thing I think you can do. Except, of course, donating and doing all the good stuff. And maybe go seek out the Martas and uh, encourage them to do what they do. Because that's the way you change the world.